Good leadership matters to an organization like the American Angus Association. This November, Breeders will elect five new members to its board of directors. I'm Miranda Ryman with the Angus Journal team, and this segment features one member in the running, Roger Wan of Wan Angus. Miranda Ryman here with the Angus Journal, and today I'm visiting with Roger Wan from Oklahoma. How are things down there in Oklahoma today? Very good today, Miranda. Thank you. Why don't you start out by telling me just a little bit about yourself and your involvement in the Angus business? Okay, uh, just just a brief quite uh, brief overview. Maybe I grew up on a commercial cow calf operation in eastern Oklahoma, and um, then attended Oklahoma State. Uh, ended up in Texas A and M for graduate school, and and during those days at Oklahoma State, I became pretty interested in the Angus breed. And after getting out of graduate school, I have a younger brother that uh, has a master's degree in biology, and he's been a college professor. Uh, he and I kind of started an Angus operation in 1989 with just purchase of a couple, three cows. And we kept adding and kept growing, had our first uh, ranch sale in 2003. So this last spring was uh, 20 straight years of production sales. And today we kind of hit in there about the 10th largest Angus producer in the state. With that kind of background, I think this next question is probably a softball question, but what does the Angus breed have going right for what right now? What would you say are the biggest strengths the breed, of, I guess the biggest strengths of the breed and the association today? Yeah, I, I think there's a couple of different ways we can look at that. If I go back to the original reason I became interested in the breed and uh, as a commercial cow-calf family, uh, Angus was not part of that original breed makeup at all. And so a, a purchase of uh, some commercial Angus cows from a, from a, a relative, uh, then later followed up by the purchase of one Angus bull from Bell Point Ranch in Arkansas, really got me interested in the, the functionality of the cows as a whole, the marketability of the calves. And, you know, that, that goes all the way back into the late 70s when I was in high school. Uh, then at OSU, just the, the overall acceptance of the breed in the industry, uh, and then in recent years, just the, the 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 value of the calves, what CAB has done in the industry, uh, and the strength of a large association with large numbers of registrations and a large database uh, are all what has kept me so interested in the breed all these years. Very good. We can talk about opportunities or things going right, but the opposite end of that spectrum what are some of the challenges um, and how can the association help address those or how can the association be more valuable to members and the commercial producers we serve? Yeah, I, I think there's a lot of challenges and a lot of opportunities in our industry today. And I think those, those challenges are as we advance the genetic merit of our breed uh, to not lose sight of some of the things that's made the Angus breed what they are, uh, maternal ability, uh, longevity. And I know the AGI is working on some of those things. I think it's very important that we get a good handle and grasp on them because some of our competing breeds certainly are trying to do that. And so that, that would be some of the short-term challenges I think I'd see for us. Uh, longer term is continuing to leverage, leverage our database. There's uh, a number of other databases out in the industry that are challenging us today. And how do we continue to make our information, the most profitable information to be used in the breed, in the industry. 
Let's shift just a little bit from talking about the association to talking a little bit more about you. So what are some characteristics or skill sets that you'd bring to the board and why'd you decide to, to run this year? Well, I'm, I'm a very hands-on person. Uh, my master's degree is in physiology of reproduction. I don't really consider myself a genetic expert at all. Uh, I'm more about getting cows pregnant, uh, the process of AI, how to implement synchronization. And, and that is a hands-on, get dirty, blue-collar process. And that's just where I, I have been in the industry. Um, and I think that's what I would bring to the board is a very, very grassroots, blue collar. I don't own a tie. Am I going to have to buy a tie if I get on this board? Um, but that would be my background and the, the kind of person I would bring, uh, the, kind of, the kind of person I would be on that board. Yeah, the, the reason I became interested in the board is in, in recent years, since my, uh, my kids all got out of high school, and I, I no longer had ball games and track meets to go to. Uh, I wanted to get more involved in the industry and, and, and became very involved in Oklahoma Cattlemen's Association and a couple of different committees and have served a term on that board. Uh, also, I um, have been on the Oklahoma Angus board for a number of years, and I'm currently the vice president of that. And at our annual meeting in March, I'll become president of Oklahoma Angus. And so my interests have been within the state of Oklahoma. It's a big cow state, and there's a lot to be accomplished here, just inside this state. Uh, this past spring, I had a couple of the Oklahoma Angus breeders uh, ask me to consider running for the board. Uh, I never really considered trying to do anything on a national level. I thought about it for two or three weeks and decided uh, that that is something I could do, and I think I would have some positive attributes to bring to the board. So I decided sometime there in mid to late April that I would go ahead and do that. I can appreciate that you took some time to think about it because the next question I've got is, what are some of the hard decisions that future boards will have to make? Oh, uh, I, I think I think the the carrot at the end of the string is not losing sight of who we are as a breed and how we got to where we are. So keeping traditions and our values in place while keeping an eye on the rapidly moving industry, the technology that's out there, um, whether that be uh, uh, genomics, whether that be uh, other genetic evaluations that may arrive, we can't be left behind. We can't be left behind. We have to stay at the front of the industry. When you're number one, you've got that target on your back. All the time. All right. Is there anything else that you'd like people to know before November? Uh, I sure look forward to, uh, I've just kind of got myself a little book put together of all the delegates and I uh, should begin over the next couple of weeks, making a few phone calls. And I know quite a few delegates around the country and probably start with the folks I know first. And uh, I'm really looking forward to uh, being at convention and getting to visit with everyone and um, kind of get a speech ready to give there. And um, I'm also working on a little flyer that I'm going to mail out to everybody that that I think will give a little more information on me than did the uh, the bio that'll be in the Angus Journal in October. So hopefully most folks will have a good idea of who I am prior to convention, and then I can just enjoy meeting everyone there. Well, we will look forward to to meeting you as well in in November. So thanks for taking the time to visit with me today. You bet. I sure enjoyed it.
Elections will take place during the annual convention of delegates, Monday, November 7th. To listen to all board candidate interviews, visit AngusJournal.net. For a full list of business items, visit AngusConvention.com. For the AJ Daily, I'm Miranda Ryman.